DIU Pod Season 4, Episode 80. Or Season 4, how would we call it? Season 4, Episode 20, right? Overall, Episode 80. Correct. Does that, well, does that well, sound right? Because if I say well, Season 4, Episode 80, they're going to think there was 80 episodes in Season 4. You get what I'm saying? Well, here, here's the thing, you know. If we talk about episodes, I think we have way more than 80 episodes. We're talking about so, DIU Pod, the, the reboot. The reboot. The reboot. Uh, I think we should just say Season 4, Episode 20. Season 4, Episode 20. What sounds better, though? Season 4, Episode 20, or just Episode 80? Because 80 sounds both. like a, it's a big number, right? It's, it's impressive. We say both. We say, you know, the today marks the day, uh, you know, season four, episode 20. A.K.A. episode 80. That's right. That's right. Okay. Season finale. 20 episodes a season. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Thank you, Jack. You're growing. You know, you're developing into these skills. We started 10 minutes late. Because Jack had the, the state of mind to use the toilet before the show. And I, I really appreciate that because this could have easily been the fourth time on the show you just get up and leave to take, to take a shit. So I, I appreciate that. No problem. Anything for the show, man. You know, I, if I had to go, I had to go. I'd rather, I'd rather go now than go in the middle of the show and, you know, you doing the outro by yourself, you know. I don't want that to happen, bro. Okay. Let's start the show then. You're listening to DIU Podcast, Daily Issues Uncovered. My name's Gavin. I'm joined by my co-host, Jaxi. What's up? What's up with you? Because it's been a while since our last episode. Because even though we had an episode last week, that was recorded two weeks ago. So it's been a well, while since we did a DIU podcast, right? Well, well, here's the thing. Today you had such a normal intro, Gavin. Kind of disappointed, yeah. man. It's, it's it's our season finale, and you just like Jack, you know, co-host Jack. Nothing special today. What 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 should I say? So that, what should know. I say? Clubhouse like, advocate. I'm joining my co. I'm joining my co-host, someone who finally took a shit before the show, Jack C. No, 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 no. It has to be. What's up? No, 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 no. It has to be. No. Clubhouse advocate, Jack C. Clubhouse advocate. Tell me about it. A few episodes ago, you're shitting on them because they didn't offer their services on Android. What changed? So, about a couple of weeks ago, I think it was uh, exact date will be May 14th. Uh, mm-hmm. They released it on Android. Clubhouse and, is now on uh, Android. Correct. Since May fourteenth, and then okay. obviously my my boy got me. You know, my boy like uh, he let me in. I was on the wait list, and he let me in. One of my boys uh, mm-hmm. from work. Is it as good as you thought it was? What what's going on in Clubhouse? Tell me about your well, experience. It's, it, 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 it's it's I it's not like horrible, but it's not like the best. So the first thing I did after I got Clubhouse, I followed MC Jin, my boy. Shout out. That was the only reason you wanted to join Clubhouse, yeah. right? Because yeah, you're telling me. A few episodes ago, like MC Jin is on Clubhouse. He's talking with fans. He's talking with everyone. Like, Jack, you're his biggest fan. Here he is on Clubhouse talking to everyone. And you can't talk to him because Clubhouse is only on iPhone. Right? So first thing you do, follow MC Jin. That's right. And that Friday night, you know, I follow MC Jin. Uh, after that, I follow some of my friends i you know i joined some random rooms I, I i had no interest i had no interest not gonna lie it was pretty lame nighttime came on my phone notifications popped up you know uh, mc jen has opened a room you know i joined the room bam mc jen you know oh my god you know the experience of like he's finally talking i can finally hear him on clubhouse on fucking clubhouse and what did it feel I was like, like, like did it feel like your front seat at a concert and like your MCG is right there, you know, I can I can hear him talk. I can basically touch that, him. 
no, 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 no. That's not even front seat yet. It's this is just like the audience, you know, the the regular seats. You know, we're just there listening. Yeah. Okay. MC Jen decides to bring people up to talk. You know, I raise my hand. So there's a function called raise your hand in the in the app. Mm-hmm. And what is he talking about though? What is what is MC Jen talking about at this point? He just he just opened his room, so when he usually talks, it's just about like anything. He he's he's honestly like he's such a cool guy. Like he's so real. He's so down to earth. Uh, you know, he interacts with his fans. He just talks about real shit. You know, and I was like, you know, raise my hand. I I and he was like invited one or two people, and he invited me because he saw me with a little like a party the party sign, you know the the emote account the little like on Instagram when you like a party thing, and he he, he invited me in. He invited me in. He's like, yo, so what's you, up, so you Jack? Went from, you went from audience to front stage, basically. Yeah, basically like back backstage access, bro. Backstage okay. access, basically. Okay, so so what did he say? Sorry, I cut you off. And and he was like, yo, what's up, Jack? And I was like. You know, I was like so dumbfounded. Like I've been an MC Jin fan for a long time. I'm not saying I've been a fan since like his uh, Freestyle Fridays or whatever. I've been a fan since of him. You know, I heard this song where he was saying, "Oh, you know, A B C hiing all hiing all, one tai ding tai do hiing all." I've been a fan since then when he made that song. It was such like it. It, it was relatable. You know, that's that's still and, a long time ago, right? That song still, it's still a pretty old song, right? It's, not to say yeah. you're a new fan is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I'll, you know, I was frozen for a second. I'm like, MC Jin. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I, I, I wanted your biggest fan, and he was like, he's like, yo, just get it all out, just get it all out. It was so funny for him to say that. I'm like, I've been a fan of you for such a long time. You know, I watched your TVB days or Ngotai days, and he was like, he was like, just get it all out, just get it all. Out. All right, all right. You know when you're like starstruck, like he wasn't even really in front of me. He was just talking to me, and I was already like, "Whoo!" You know, but it's a chance to talk to him, right? It was a chance to talk to him. So, so you went on a long rant, basically, like about what you liked about him. Not rant. It was just like a like maybe like twenty seconds, and I'm like, "Yo, you know, MCJ." Like obviously, I was more nervous than this. I was like, "MCJ, you know, I've been a really big fan. You know, like TVB days. I've been watching you. I've been watching your like ABC hang all kind of shit." And he was like, you know, I, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm waiting for a new episode to come out. And he was like, and he does like, you know, his little, I don't know if you listen to his podcast, Gavin, but he has a little like machine that makes sounds when he presses it for his podcast. It's like someone screaming or someone clapping. And, you know, he Soundboard. did the clap. Yeah, yeah, he did the cheering and shit uh, when, when, it, when I said that. And then, you know, we just chatted for a bit. He was like, he was like, because I sang all day, right? Which means undercover in English for people who don't know. And then, you know, he started teaching people in the room Cantonese. He he was teaching people like, you know, black people Cantonese because they don't really speak it. Props to him. Like, you know, and, and, and you know, in a lot of rooms, I went to his room three times-ish. He taught Cantonese all three times to like non-Asians. And, and, and you know, to me, that's as a Cantonese ambassador, I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of my boy. You know that makes me, you know, just so much more respect for him. Like he's not teaching something hard. He's teaching like Dima or like Josana. You know, like just very simple shit to like outside of people of our culture. And to me, that that makes me want to cry. You know, and like just so much respect for him, man. So much respect for him. So is MC Jin a fellow Cantonese ambassador in your eyes? In my eyes, he is, cause he legit. Like I, like I said, I've been in three or four, four of his rooms. Obviously, I didn't get to talk to him every time, but he taught Cantonese. You know, like he is like I would say like a Cantonese ambassador. Like he may not be teaching hard things like make idioms and shit. He teaches. The thing is, he teaches to people outside of our culture, and I think that's important when you're teaching it to outside people of your culture, and and it, it makes other people learn it. That's huge. That's huge. It doesn't matter who, you know, we as Cantonese ambassadors, we want to let everyone learn the language. Everyone should know the language, you know, mm-hmm, uh, and, and, and he's doing that, you know, and, 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 and I, and I applaud him for it. I, I respect him so much respect for that guy. Yo. And, you know, r- real talk, like he, he is like, I'm, I'm saying this so many times, but he's so down to earth. He's such a cool guy to talk with. Like, 
that the only one thing I have to say is like when you join his room, it's it's how so dog Like it's just him talking basically, and no one else talks. <laughs> what? But do you really want to go to a MC Jin room and hear some other randoms talk? Don't you just want to hear him talk? No, but like it, it you know, sometimes like people want to talk and ask him a question, but he goes off tangent a lot. I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I want to hear MC Jin talk. You know, his experience and shit. Uh, but you know, it's it's sometimes people want to ask questions, and and I do see people want to ask questions sometimes. And like, you know, there's a question I wanted to ask, but I didn't get the chance to. Like, you know, I I want to ask him if like, yo, uh, you know, do you teach Cantonese to your to your son Chance? Do you speak Cantonese with him at home, or do you speak English? Like, what language you speak with him? Do you do you teach him any other languages besides the language you speak at home? Like, MC Jin is such a family oriented guy. He has like movie nights with his family every like weekend or some shit, and he's like, he's always putting his family first. And like, like in the beginning, I always tell you guys, you know, like even before I talked to MC Jin, I have so much respect for that man. He's basically my idol, you know. He has first kid at thirty. He got married at twenty-seven, you know. Like he he made a living in 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 the West as a rapper. He made his way to TVB, you know. He he then made his way to China, you know. He did so much in his career and like. Basically, he's living out the dream that I couldn't live. You know, I I want to be able to be. That doesn't necessarily mean a rapper, but like something that make me famous. You know, like like so many people in the black community knows him. So many people in the uh, in the Asian community knows him. And so know, hold on, every, do you, do you like him because he's famous or what? Like you like him because of his values? I have. What I like it, it for many reasons. Many reasons. Obviously, okay. I said fam- family first. He puts always puts his family first, and I respect him for that. You know, he's a real down to earth guy. He there's so much to like about him. There's so much to like about him. I, I I know there's a controversy that a lot of people in Hong Kong don't like him. I give no shits about that. As a person, he is such a cool guy, and he puts his family first. And and you know, when I have kids, that will be me. I'll put my family first. And like I said, he made a living everywhere. Hong Kong, China, in the West. He's living out my dreams. Having a kid at 30, buried at 27. He's living out my dreams. That's all I got to say. So you said, you said many times he's a very down-to-earth guy. That's, was that a conclusion you always had? Or is that something you just learned from Clubhouse and hearing him talk a few it, times? It was me hearing him talk a few times. Like He's really down-to-earth. Like He... You know, he's he's a really positive guy. He, you know, all he has is positive vibes. You know, like the feel when you get to talk to him in real life and hear him over the podcast is totally different. Over the podcast, he's already such like a positive guy, such a cool guy. But when you actually get to talk with him, he's just so much cooler. It's like you know when you look at a picture of a girl and then you see a picture of her. She's like she's like, you know, you see her in real life. Yo, she's bombing hot. It's like that. Exactly with that. Well, well, usually. The saying is, you know, don't meet your idols because you could see who they really are and that could ruin your perception of them. Like you could have an idea that your idol is such a great person, but you meet them in real life and it turns out they're an asshole. You're saying that's not the case for MC Jindo. Well, from what I see, not like he's like, you know, in the middle of a podcast, he would tell us, yo, yo, guys, hold up, hold up. You know, I need to ask my family what movie they want to watch next you know we're having our movie night after this clubhouse thing and then he he like they choose a movie he's telling us he what time he's gonna go watch a movie with them and he's like yeah i gotta go i'm gonna watch a movie with my family he's so real man that's all i gotta say he's so real like i obviously like your life goals like you want to have that kind of relationship with your future family i want to have the families with my family you know, watching maybe on Friday night we're watching a Zhaoxing Tea movie like Silam Chokkao, you know, Shaolin Soccer. You know, put that shit on, you know, teach my kids some Cantonese, you know. I want to have that as well. Like, you know, I, I wish I can make a living in Hong Kong, get into TVB, you know, become famous. But I think that's out of my scope, you know. You know, I'm not MC Jin. Uh, but another talent. thing, it seems like MC Jin, you're all saying, very positive dude, right? Super positive. Has that... Has that rubbed off on you though? Like some sort of has he inspired you somehow? I'm assuming you know he's he's a big role model of yours. He's a very positive well, guy. 
Has that at least rubbed off on you? It rubbed off on me in a sense of, you know, how we talked about, you know, I might be uh, ending my season with a DIU, but, you know, I have an announcement to make that, you know, I'm not going to be quitting DIU. You know, I have a, I, I, even though it's one fan, he always says, even if there's always one fan, you know, you, you, you continue to do what you do, you know, like it doesn't matter. There's a hundred fans, a thousand fans, one fans, you know, like that one fan is there to listen to you, to talk, you know, to, to do your thing, you know, like, so, so just from that, like, yo, I'm not, I'm not quitting DIU, you know? Damn. MC. So MC Jin saved DIU podcast. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, man. Like, holy you know. shit. For the listeners who aren't familiar, on DIU Pod 74, a very depressed Jack C came in after an argument in the group chat saying, I'm done with the show. You know, um, you can go back and listen to that episode. It was kind of depressing, but Jack was saying everything like getting ganged up on, people weren't taking him seriously. He's ready to walk out the door after episode 80. That was something I wanted to ask later in the episode, but we heard it here first. MC Jin saved DIU podcast and instilled Jack with a sense of optimism. 10 fans, 100 fans, 1,000 fans, same shit, right? Yeah, and, 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 and MC Jin said that in one of his, you know, clubhouse talks. And, you know, it, it was very inspirational, you know, like one fan, 100 fans, whatever. You, you still have a fan, you know, and, and, and just, you know, really inspired me. And to end off that night, uh, he actually followed me on clubhouse. I was okay. so stoked. What, what, is that, I was what does so that mean, stoked. though? Like, like on Instagram, so, you follow him, you, he sees your shit. I, I get that. But what does that mean on Clubhouse? So like we follow each other on the Clubhouse. And so when I join a room, he'll see he come, come into my room. Like in the hallway, like in the hallway where, where all the list of stuff is. He On the top, you'll see the rooms that your friends are in first. And then it goes to the random rooms. So he'll mm-hmm. see the rooms I'm in. And so, you know, I posted on IG, you know. An hour or two, I think, after that post, like on IG, he followed me on a clubhouse. Like, yo, I'm like, MC Jin just made my name my night. He followed me on IG. I was like, oh Oh. my God. MC Jin, so MC Jin followed you on a clubhouse. Yep. You were so happy. You made an IG story, right? You tagged MC Jin on IG, like, yo, this guy made my night on IG. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. And he followed you on IG as well. Yes. Yes. That's exactly oh what happened. Oh my God. Does he follow everyone? Does MC Jin follow no. everyone or something? No, he doesn't follow everyone. So like I, I joined some clubs group with other fellow Asians, uh, mostly Hong Kongers. Uh, and we talk Kenny's in this group and they, some of them has been in rooms with him and talked with him, but they never followed them. And Here I was you like, are a noob. Here I am. One I day, do, that's day right. one, yeah. MC Jin is already following you on two socials. I know, and then like, and then like, I think I talked to some other people, and they following him on club, following them on Clubhouse. I'm like, yo, MC Jin following IG, he followed IG too. It's like they're like, no, 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 why he followed you on IG? They were so shocked, you know, like, yo, you got an IG follow from MC Jin. I'm like, you know, I, you I, got I, I was, I got, got noticed, bro. You got noticed by by your senpai there, basically, like. Yeah, man. You notice, like, it. notice me, senpai. Yeah, I made it, man. I was so happy, you know, like, he followed me, man. Like, how often do you get, like, an idol following you? On IG, he only follows 1,043 people. That's it. Hold on. Is he still following you now? Yes, though? I just checked it the moment I was talking to you. He is still okay. following me. Oh, my God. Damn. Now that MC Jin's following you, like, are you going to try to get his attention what, what what's your plan uh well no you, you know I, i'm happy he's following me um i'm really happy for that but funny thing is uh, a week later you know some some of my hong konger clubhousers you know we opened a room and you know he follows like a couple of us like two or three of us so we opened a room and said uh mc Jin, come on in speak cantonese with us and yeah. he actually comes in and let me tell you, Seb was in that room. And MC Jin comes in literally for, let's say, 20 seconds. Does a fucking rap. 
that was the mixed move that we did. He sees our room first. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. made a room on Clubhouse. The title yeah. was like "Come in, MC Jin," whatever. Like, like that, yeah. Speak yeah. Cantonese to us. Yeah. He comes to your room and speaks Cantonese to you guys. You summoned him, basically. No, he didn't. He didn't speak Cantonese. He came in to rap in Cantonese. That's even. And better. then he pieces. But he only comes in the twenty second, raps, and then pieces out. I mean, he's a busy guy, right? Where, where do you, where, I don't know. So how Clubhouse works is like if you have. A lot of people in one room, and he follows those people. He would be on the. So how it works is like obviously the people that you follow is on the rooms first. It appears on the top first. The rooms that appear on the top is the most people that you follow in that room. So let's say you have a room, ten people he follows are in that room, and then the next room he has seven people. So the ten people room will appear first. So that's mm-hmm. literally what happens. So we try to get as many people that that MC Jim follows into one room. We only had like three or four. So and we you were waiting gathered, for- like you all gathered like building a spirit bomb, trying to summon MC Jin here, and it worked. That's pretty cool, that's ex- isn't it? That's like that's exactly what fucking happened. And we summoned him for like a twenty second rat. <laughs> you summoned Shenron to grant you your Dragon Ball wishes, which he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. And that, was that funny. literally, you're you're literally you're best friends with MC Jin right now. Like I don't know what else to say. You you might as well be best friends. Like you're. You're following each other on social medias. He's coming into your rooms to drop freestyle raps. What what do you rap about? I don't remember. Like honestly, like it was so fast. You know when like something happens so fast, like you don't even know what he rapped about blur, sometimes. Right. It was You're a blur. Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, no. like, what the was fuck he rapping? Happened? Was he rapping so fast that you couldn't hear? Or was it like, oh my god, he actually came and then your your brain froze and he was already done? That's exactly what happened. He rapped in, he came in. Uh, I was shocked, dumbfounded. He rapped in Cantonese for 15 seconds and then peaced out. So he literally said, like, hi, what's up? I'm like, he just came in. Did he even say hi? He just dropped. No, he just literally. And left? Yeah, he dropped like <laughs> three bars or five bars and just fucking left. Legit. And we're all like, everyone in the room was silent when he came on stage to talk. It wasn't him talking, it was just him rapping. Everyone was silent. Everyone was dumbfounded, I'm pretty sure. No one talked. He rapped, and then he peaced out. Seb was there. Seb, Seb was there. He was yeah. like, wow. So, so he came in the room. Did he need to like raise up his hand or something to, to become a well, speaker? I, I, just, I just invited him as speaker. I think all, yeah. all the moderators. Because I was okay. a moderator of that room, and I just invited him to be a speaker. And he just came in and rapped. So but, from the time you made the room... From the time you gathered the Dragon Balls to summon Shenron, how long did it take for MC Jin to come into your room? 10, 15 minutes. 10 minutes. So you're, so you're in a room for 10 minutes waiting for MC Jin, talking whatever you're saying, whatever you're saying. And literally out of nowhere, MC Jin just comes out from the sky, drops three bars, doesn't even say bye, just disconnects, right? He says peace out and disconnects. He finishes oh his Cantonese rap, and his and he rap he wrapped his peace out with like some Cantonese line before that, and then he just left. <laughs> he rhymed Cantonese like a line with peace out. Yeah, yeah. And then he <laughs> peaced out. Yeah, he legit peaced out. We're all like, "What the fuck? What a legend!" <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! Okay. Are you going to keep yeah, using Clubhouse in the future? Uh, well, besides MC Jin, I have been using Clubhouse. I've been in uh, you know, social groups with uh, Cantonese people. And, you know, it's, it's been fun. I've been speaking Cantonese. You know, you know, Robin has been hopping in in my rooms, lurking, listening to what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I've been just speaking as people. And, you know, I, I'm known as the do guy. The D-I-U, D-I-U guy, the D-I-U guy, you know, the, 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 uh, the D-I-U podcast D-I-U guy. You know? No, uh, well, I, have, I have the Candy's ambassador on my name. And, you know, uh, I remember like the first week I joined, they, like some dude asked me like, why, why Candy's ambassador? Like, you know, why are you so like into Cantonese for a CBC? And obviously, you know, I, I'm going to give the same answer as I give to now. I think I've talked about this, but like, you know, as a Cantonese heritage, you know, we need to remember our roots. Uh, you know, like 
we can't be eliminated you know like we are a culture we are we are history we we have a very long history in china you know there's a lot of history with cantonese more than mandarin and that you know people need to know about us you know and and that like you know i'm chinese i should be able to speak cantonese as a person from Guangdong or Guangdong, right so yeah and and that's what i told him and he was like he was just shocked as a as a cbc you know such an advocate of cantonese and he's from hong kong himself so how do they feel about that because for them cantonese is their main language and then they're just living a day in day day out of cantonese and then here here's a cbc calling himself the cantonese ambassador how do they feel about that you know i, I at first they they're like they didn't know how good my cantonese was because eventually they thought like oh your cantonese is pretty good like you know, you sound like a Hong Konger. You like, you sound like you came from Hong Kong. And you know, like I tell tell him, like you know, uh, you know, I watched TVB growing up. You know, <laughs> like every other Cantonese kid. But yeah, they 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 just think I'm like I'm a local dude from Hong Kong, to be honest. And they just don't expect a, a CBC to be a Cantonese ambassador. That's the thing. You know, are they like supporting honest? you? Are they are they saying you're wasting your time? What what is their opinion on what you're doing? They honestly had no input. They just, it's like, you know, nod your head. It's like, good job kind of thing. They didn't really say much. It's like, oh, they, they're listening to me. They're not really, they didn't really input. They just had me talking and shit. And then like, you know, they yeah. didn't really they, have They a, accepted you. They accepted you. They didn't challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, they didn't challenge me. And why would they challenge me? They're Cantonese speakers themselves. What, they're going to go up to me and be like, yo, Mandarin number one. Yo, fuck Cantonese. Obviously not. They're speaking Cantonese to us, right? So, well, yeah. what we're trying to say is Hong Kong people in your club room group chat or whatever, um, they're just kind of like impartial, it seems like they don't. I feel like they are they, are they kind of like jaded? Do they think do they think Cantonese is dying? Do they do they, they want to preserve it? I'm the I'm the, I'm the be like this, they're like sad. They don't really care, basically. It's like they use Cantonese day in and day out. They don't really have an input. It's not like us. We know Cantonese is dying. But like, they're like other Hong Kongers, except they, they don't really talk about it. It's just like, eh, meh. They use it day in and day out. It's whatever. They're from Hong Kong. They speak Cantonese. So I, I honestly don't know. They didn't really have an input for it. Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, having, sometimes having no input is better than having an input, right? Sometimes, you know, I don't want to hear that shit where people say, you know, Mandarin number one, Cantonese is trash. Or something like that, right? Uh, you know, no Cantonese is number one. Like, we're all equal. You know, every Cantonese is important. Every every language has its own culture, you know? Uh, you can't yeah. distinguish one language and say this one's number one, you know? Uh, Shanghainese has its history, you know? Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's no number one language and it shouldn't be. It's just, you know, it's equ- equality, you know? It's... It has value yeah. to everyone. Like if you use the yeah. language, if you're part of the culture, it has value to you. Yeah, exactly. and and honestly, every culture has its history, and that's why I hate it when people, you know, think Mandarin is the only language in in China now. The new generation thinks Mandarin is the only language in China now because it's it's been instilled in this new generation that you know Mandarin is is the important language, not Cantonese, and and I hate that. I hate that, and I just. You know, every language is equal. It's like how Canada puts French and English side by side. Why, you know, why can't, uh, you know, China, like, put, you know, Shanghainese and uh, Mandarin side by side in, in Shanghai, Cantonese and Mandarin in, in, in Guangzhou, Guangdong, you know? This is the stuff they need to do because, like, in, in Malaysia, um, obviously, y- you learn Malay, right? You learn Malay, which is their language there. And mm-hmm. you pick that language, and then in school, you have to pick a second language. For example, English, or Mandarin, or Cantonese, or Hakka, or Hindu. So in, in, in Malaysia, there is a lot of other cultures that are living in Malaysia, and they have languages that you have to take in school, mandatory. Like, you have to take Malay, obviously, and you have to choose a second language to do. And, and I don't right. get why China doesn't instill that. That's what, that's what, okay. that's what, honestly, that's what, because my girlfriend's Malaysian, that's what she told me when 
she was younger in school, like like because uh, she came here when she, she had was to take younger. a second language, right? Yeah, she said in Malaysia you have to take a second language, and it doesn't matter what language you have to choose a second language to take, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people apparently like back then. Apparently, I don't know now, but back then she said you know people would take Malay and then take English as a second language, and then they ha- they they'll take Chinese school at the end of the school, like outside of school. Right, but then you have a kid learning three languages. I mean, at at one point of time, it, does that get kind of impractical? I don't know. And- I I see I see the the benefits of having one language, like just for well, like let's globalization put- or simplicity. There's a benefit to that. Of course, you can't just say get rid of all languages because there's culture and tradition behind it. But there is a benefit if if everyone on the world in the world spoke one unified language like Earthanese, wouldn't well, that be so much better? Yes, but that'll never happen. I'll tell you why. Chinese people are too proud of Mandarin, the mainlanders, and white people are too proud of English, and French is too proud of be- speaking French. Like every language, every culture, yeah, yeah. is going to be proud of a language. Like for example, like. Canada is a perfect example. Quebec speaks French. They Canada wanted to make it like the whole Canada speaks English, but you know Quebec's like, no, fuck your shit. We're speaking French here. It's not gonna happen. No way in the world that gov- any government will make it happen. Everyone around the world is too prideful of their own language. Right. So, like, in in a sense, like we can we can dream, but then uh, like what. What we what we're seeing in China is like implementation of Mandarin, right? You're saying how kids in Cantonese-speaking provinces are being forced to use Mandarin in classes. In that way, it's it's kind of forced on them. But then, I I can see how it's controversial, but like there's also a a hint of practicality. If we all spoke the same language in the world, that would be the ideal way of communication globally. Like you said, never going to happen though. Too much ego, too much nationalist nationalism. Uh, and of course we know there's culture tied into language. So I don't, I agree with you. It's not going to happen, but from my perspective, if in the future, like some future society, we all spoke the same language, that would be, that would probably be a way more efficient world than than uh, what we have today. I'm not saying it'll happen, but you're right. You dream. You're right. You're right. You're not wrong. But all right. Yeah, that's that's how life is, you know. Unfortunately. So you're you're a fan of Clubhouse, basically. Clubhouse. I am. I am. I'm enjoying it there. You know, I'm meeting some new people. Uh, I met some other CBCs. I like like me you know not Cantonese ambassador but like they speak good Cantonese that I would never expect them to be uh people born here to be honest some some of them I, I you know I see met like some girls like their Cantonese is just like like untypical Hong Kong like oh I'm like oh uh you're born here and they're like yeah and they're basically like me people like me and it's rare to find people like me you know it's rare to find other CBCs that speak Cantonese quite fluently. What's your definition of a Cantonese ambassador, though? So obviously, you're teaching it on DIU podcast. MC Jin teaching Cantonese to people in his clubhouse room is is that sort of the theme to be a Cantonese ambassador? Because you said there's some CBCs who speak Cantonese really well, like fluent locals, but you wouldn't call them ambassadors. Why? Why is that? They're not teaching it. They're just speaking it to other Cantonese speakers. So that's the that's the key thing. You got to teach it to be an yeah. ambassador. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. How how often are you on Clubhouse now? Uh, I'm on there like daily, but sometimes I hop in and out. Like today, I hopped in a room for like ten five minutes, man. Like I, I I just don't have time, you know. Like I'm working after work. Like for example, today I got my friend to like shave my sides my hair like i don't have time to hop on like sometimes like when i'm driving i listen in uh i try to talk a bit but like it's hard to put in time when when you're busy right when you have a busy life you're writing it's podcast day of course there's no time 
No time for clubhouse. You hop back on tomorrow. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? So it's a good no, move, man. Clubhouse yeah, is a good it's, move. Well, it's it's uh, you know that's my topic today. It's not really an issue. It's more like a announcement, I guess. A super long announcement. Well, I mean, you did announce your stay, so that I'm renewing, I'm renewing my contract. Exactly. Yeah, you. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> What, 20 more episodes? For 20 more episodes, bro. Minimum. For oh one God, season okay. at least. And then we need MC Jin to give you another boost of confidence. Every every 20 episodes, you need Maybe. a new dose of MC Jin giving you a shout out. That's right. We got to organize that like clockwork. Okay. I got a quick issue. Something very personal to me. Something very infuriating to me, actually. So my issue this week, jeans. Like the pants, you know, I'm talking about jeans, denim jeans, huge issue. And it's a sad day for me because, you know, I don't know about you, Jack, but like for me, it's very hard to find a pair of pants, specifically jeans that fit you well, is like comfortable. I don't know. I don't know if if I'm the only person with that issue. Like I'm... I don't know. I guess I'm bigger than uh, you, Jack. So it I might think be harder it has for me issue. to find pants. But no, you know no, no. I think I, I had the issue before when I was younger. Uh, but I don't think I have the issue now. I used to have an issue finding jeans just because of my waist size. I was a size 28. Sometimes, like, even with 28, I had to wear a belt. So it was too loose. Okay. It was too loose because I have a small waist. So I have the opposite was, problem. I'm too fat. That's, that's, my, <laughs> that's, that's my problem. But you, <laughs> you can relate to me when I when I say finding a good pair of jeans is a mission. Yep. I used to have a phase where, not to say I'm not cheap anymore, but like I would buy pants from H&M, you know, very cheap pants, cheap in price, cheap in material. H&M pants, I'm sure every, everyone has at least bought a pair in their, I don't know, high school or, or college life, H&M pants. Every time I get these, like they look nice, you know, they're kind of slim fitting. Okay, I can rock with these pants. Every time these pants would rip in the crotch area. I don't know if you experienced this. Has this ever happened to you, Jack? Ripped jeans? Not, not specifically. Like I, I don't- your pants rip where the legs, you know, like when the one fabric turns into two separate pants, they rip right in the middle. That never happened like to me. Like a crotch, like, like right where your, your crotch is. That never happened to you. Damn, no, that okay. never happened to you. I'm fighting this one on my own then. So <laughs> H&M, I'm used to having shitty jeans because they always rip on me. I'm not sure if like the material sucks, probably. My thighs are too big. I, I don't know, right? But like, they fit my waist. Okay, that's, that's all I know. So for the longest time, I didn't wear any jeans because I was like, fuck it. I can't be bothered buying jeans. Let me ask you, Jack. Do, do you like jeans? You wear jeans a lot, right? No, actually. I, I'm starting to wear jeans less. I, I feel like as, as I age, I'm wearing jeans less and less. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I so used to wear a lot. What do you wear now? I wear sweatpants. But is that because of COVID? Oh. Yeah. I, I I feel like it is. Well, at home I don't even wear uh, sweatpants. I wear like shorts. Yeah, like you don't need to wear jeans anymore. You're not going outside. Yeah, and like I feel like also when you have a girlfriend, you start to wear jeans less because like you you want to be comfortable around your other half, so you just wear fucking sweatpants or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me, bro. Okay. So anyways, like I wasn't really a big jeans guy, actually, a few years ago. And I finally, last year, it was last year, found a pair of jeans, Levi's. I'm like, okay, it's been like four or five years since I last owned Levi's. And uh, I tried them on. They fit well and comfortable. That's that's when you know, because for me, someone like, it's so hard to find a pair of jeans 
or any pants that fit comfortably that like when someone something fits like that i'm like yo you gotta get it you did a crouching test in the change room like if you can crouch properly without your legs losing circulation these are a good pair of jeans for me uh so anyways i buy this pair of jeans but levi's is a good brand solid denim material right like what's your thoughts on levi's It's, it's a good brand right Levi's is like the only brand I wear right now. I don't have any jeans from anywhere else. Right. It's like a dependable brand, right? It's like a brand. It's not, it's not expensive. It's also dependable. If you think H&M quality, Levi's is a step above it. 100%. 100%. Because their whole marketing thing is like you're a blue-collared worker wearing Levi's. That's the whole OG marketing of Levi's jeans. So I'm enjoying these pants. I think I wore them yesterday when I when I saw you guys for our bubble tea run. Anyways, this morning I'm waking up. My girlfriend comes up and tells me there's a there's a hole. There's a hole in your in your black pants. I'm like, what what what? Which which ones? What the, the leave? I'm like the Levi the Levi's. There's a hole where where? I'm like she's like. There's a hole in the butt. So I'm thinking like she's talking about like right up the butt where the two butt pockets, you know, the middle. That's what I'm thinking of, right? I'm like, what the fuck? How the hell would a hole get there? Yeah. So I go downstairs. I look at the pants. And you know what? I see it's not the butt. It's it's the crotch. The zipper is there. How How does it? Under the zipper. What the fuck? Like where the legs, where the pants splits exactly in the middle. Because the, the fly is at the front, right? It's not like right in the middle. So I, I see, I'm like, even the Levi's pants are ripping on me. So I think I'm done with jeans. I'm never going to find another pair of jeans. I can befriend like I did these Levi's. And... That's my issue. I don't know. I, I don't know how many other people can relate. Maybe it's only an issue for like big people. But let me know in the comments if you know what I'm talking about. Because just finding a pair of pants, spending that quality time with that pair of pants, it only lasted a year. What the fuck? Come on, man. I'm still in the morning phases, but uh, took it pretty hard, man. That's why I think. All right. No, that's why I think sweatpants. Like I've never had a sweatpants that ripped on me. Right there. I never had a sweatpants that ripped on me either. So like, I mean, if I could just go around wearing sweatpants forever, that would be the play. But I jeans. I I, I honestly hate wearing dress pants i feel like they're so tight on the crotch maybe because i'm big down there but like it's so tight <laughs> yes. it's not comfortable yes. that's why my pants are always ripping down there you know i'm too big down there that's right that's, that's why, right like, exactly that's why i ripped through like four it's at least four pants in my whole life like just ripping ripping the pants down there i think i ripped but, uh, a couple of dress pants in the crotch yeah in crotch area it's like right, you, you, you know, know exactly like, what I'm talking you know, about then. Yeah, it's like right under where the zipper is, like near the butthole, but not really at the butthole, but like it's like literally where to... your testicles are. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Like for the listeners, if someone did a split, if you did a split, that's where the pants would would rip apart. Like that's exactly what I'm imagining. If if you took both ends of the pants and pulled them in opposite directions, and the rip would come up from the middle. That's what I'm talking about. And that's a huge issue because at first I thought it was only for cheap pants at H&M. But lo and behold, even my Levi's jeans can get a hole in the crotch. This is some fucked up shit, man. I agree with you, man. Dress pants, I hate them. So I went online and found some common reasons why your pants would rip like that. Are you, are you interested in hearing this? Yeah, sure. Fabric is worn down by friction. The friction of your thighs 
rubbing together as you move throughout the day, as you're walking, right? So it slowly wears down the fibers of your genes. Uh, over time, this makes your genes thinner and weaker inside in the friction areas, which will cause them to eventually rip. So it seems like you can't fix this. Like, what are you gonna, like, do I have to spread my legs far apart to walk? Like, what, what the fuck can you do? Are all pants just designed to be ripped eventually? Uh, so they say there's some ways to prevent your jeans from ripping. First one, don't get them too tight, obviously. Don't sag your pants. Because like back in the day, it was like super popular to, to pull your pants down, to low ride. I never that, did. But that was a trend. You know what I'm saying, right? That fucks up your pants even more because of the friction. Riding a bike can fuck up your pants. And last but not least, this is surprising to me. Not washing your jeans. What? If you don't wash your jeans, they have a higher chance of ripping. Why? Does that have a reason? I'm sure most men, most people follow the, the unwritten rule that you don't wash your jeans. At least not frequently, right? Like jeans. Not true. You get that image. Not true. You get that image though. Like the, the, the idea is you don't wash them because you don't want the color fading out. It's a tough pair of jeans, right? You don't need to wash them. At least that's the stereotype I had. Why, why is it not true? What's it like for you? I wash it like when it gets dirty. Like I do wash my jeans often. Often. Okay. Because that's something I didn't do a long time ago. Like my old pair of jeans, like I washed them like once in its whole life. The idea was jeans, you don't even, you don't need to wash them. It's like you're building character into the jeans. I, I flip it over like I, I inside flip, out uh, inside out that's what I wear yeah I do it in, I wash it inside out well they say if you don't wash your jeans dust gets trapped in the fabric and it speeds up the wear and tear process so I've been living a lie my whole life wash your jeans that's my PSA I guess not much else to say I just lost a good friend today I hope you understand what I'm going through. Okay. Well, I know that I know that we have uh, anonymous letter. We can do that, but at the same time, I wanted to do a quick, really quick Cantonese corner. Two words today, okay? We doing Cantonese corner first, right? Just two words quickly because we have our love, uh, our love corner today because we have anonymous anonymous letter. So two words would be very simple. First word is Ngao Yuan Zeng. That's MC Jin. MC Jin. MC oh, Jin. That's right. That's right. Fucking okay, know the name. <laughs> yes. So the second one is. And that literally more, means. More spit than tea. All right. All more right. Tea. And, and what's, the, what's the definition of it? Uh, so it means they just talk a lot like they talk they have so much saliva to talk with that that's more more than tea because usually you drink a lot of tea right when you yeah drink tea so they're spitting out facts that there's more spit than than in a cup of tea that's what we're saying right yeah all right i like that one i like that one okay can you repeat the words so the first one's I like that. I like that. A quick Canto corner. Okay. For the season finale, we're bringing back the love corner. The OG fans of DIU podcast will know that Jack C, before he was a Cantonese ambassador, you were the self-proclaimed international love guru. What that means is we answer your love questions on the show. Here is what someone is going through. Someone's going through a problem. We want to hear what the love guru has to say about this, okay? The question is, how often should your partner be allowed to hang out with their own friends without you? So that's the initial question. Should I answer that first before you continue? There's more, there's more, there's more. Let's let's finish this. Since dating my GF, 
she's always with me whenever we go out. I realized one year into the relationship that I haven't hung out with my best mates, guy friends, without her. And when I try to, or I do, she gets extremely angry and annoyed. She has no social circle of her own. And when I ask her about it, she says all her friends were mutual friends with her ex. I noticed she has difficulty making friends with other girls as well. So, love guru, let's hear your thoughts. How often should a partner be allowed to hang out with their own friends? In my opinion, there's no like set limit. You hang out with them whenever you want. There's no limit. Like, yo, I'm hanging out with boys tonight. Like, obviously, there's a limit in a sense where it's like you're not hanging out with your fucking friends every day. Like, obviously, give some time to your girl. That's normal because you treat your girl. You should be treating your girlfriend like, like a best friend, right? You should be having time for her as well, not just your other friends. Mm-hmm. So technically mm-hmm. speaking, there shouldn't there shouldn't be a limit. It's like, right? I, I really so don't think is, there should be a limit. The question is like, how often should your part? Um, I mean, I guess the question he he kind of phrased it like there should be a limit well how i say there's no limit i hang out with my boys whenever i want to obviously i don't want to mm-hmm. always see you guys i don't always see any of my friends i see my friends but i don't always see them there's you just see them whenever you want it's not like yo i'm right, see but them always them. you would always is it safe to say you would see your girlfriend more than any of your guy friends i would say not currently at least my girlfriend actually not with any of my girlfriends let me think. I had a girlfriend where I see her more than my friends just because she lived with me. But typically speaking... Like if you're living apart. If you're not living together. That's what we're talking about. I don't think I see my girlfriend more than I see my friends. It's about the same. Is that if like a live- balance? But is, is that a balance you try to maintain though? Like 100%, 50-50? 100%. 100%. Because, you know, I value my friends a lot like i used to like let's put it this way i remember having my first girlfriend i used to put on a pedestal i think like every other guy like i have to give my most of my time to her i have to hang out with her the most but after your first relationship you realize that shouldn't be the case you know like you know i have my friends you know i don't want to end up with this girl that he's explained that has no friends you want to maintain friendships you don't want to just cut everyone off because you got another half or you end up with like her with no friends. So mm-hmm. ever since my first girlfriend, I think that's something I learned from my first girlfriend is like, you never cut out all your friends because that's not cut out, just stop hanging out because of your girlfriend. That's the stupidest thing to do for anyone that I haven't dated before. Don't forget about your friends just because you have a girlfriend. And ever since that incident, I try to balance my friendships with my girlfriend. So I don't, I don't, I guess I don't have a limit, but at the same time, I balance my girlfriend and my friends. Right. Would you have any advice for this guy who's saying his girlfriend doesn't have any friends, basically? There's nothing wrong with a girl having no friends. Most of my girlfriends don't have too many friends. They have friends, but it's not like me. Like, you know, what the funny thing is, and I'm trying to get back to me again, but I used to think I had no friends. Like, I had so little friends. But then you realize when you start dating other girls, and because you dating your girlfriend, you meet most of her friends, right? So, like, it's different than me and you, Gavin, being friends for a long time. I just still don't know all your friends, right? But when you dating your girlfriend, you know our friends, and you realize, damn, she doesn't have that many friends. Or maybe I just have a lot of friends. And I realized down the line that actually, I actually have a lot of friends. Yeah, I, you know, just don't, basically my point is, don't end up like the girl, like having no friends. Just keep your relationships intact. What I would say to him is that, talk to her. Tell her like, yo, I want to have my boys without you there. He did say she gets angry or annoyed. I see that as a red flag. If my girl does not let me hang out with my boys, yo, we're done, bro. Like, right, because they're kind of making much- you choose, right? It's like you yeah. choose them or me, and that's fucked yeah. up. That's fucked up, man. Like, I value my friends as much as I value my girlfriend. Obviously, if she's a wife, it's a different story, right? If I get married to her, or she gets married to me, whatever, and we have a family together, that's another story, right? That's something in the future down the line obviously i would put my family first and you know that gavin i will and i hope you would understand that in the future but 
as a girlfriend, to me, that's a red flag out there. If she gets angry and annoyed and you try to talk to her about it, yo, I would dump that shit, man. Yo, you're out of here, man. On to the next one. There you go. Don't get in between the boys. You mentioned, Jack, if you are married, that's a different situation. So obviously, when you're married, if you have kids, that 50-50 ratio you try to balance with friends and wife at that point is no longer going to be as feasible, right? What, what do you try to aim for when you're married, ideally? 70-30. That's pretty good. Like, That's yeah, pretty good. Like, yeah, because like, as much as you know, I put my family first or whatever, I also still value my friends. Because like, you know, I say this all the time. And I know it may, it may sound, doesn't sound right, but like your parents are not going to outlive your friends. Does that make sense? So most likely, yes, most likely, unless your friends likely. are 80 years old or something. Yeah, most <laughs> yeah. likely. So like, let's say you and I, Gavin, right? Both our parents are not going to outlive neither of us. Like, yes, knock I, on wood. I, I think whatever, that's a fair, whatever. I think that's a fair, no, I think that's a fair <laughs> That's a realistic so, conclusion. So, like, my point is, if we're good friends and we're keeping in contact, I'm seeing you for the rest of my life until I die. And you'll be seeing okay. me for the rest of my life until I die. Unless we somehow cut each other off and, yo, fuck you, Gab, we're not friends anymore. But okay. if we're friends, and I think that's normal that I will be seeing you. Maybe, like, sometime I'll go, oh, yeah, let's go grab some bubble tea when we're, like, fucking 40 and have kids or some shit. Would you bring your kids to the hangout? Depends if you want to. If we decide, if we decide to, like, yo, Gavin, yo, bring your son, or bring your daughter, or you know, Jack, bring your daughter and your son, and we'll, like we'll talk while at the park, and our kids are playing or some shit, and we're grabbing our bubble tea. <laughs> so nothing changed, huh? If we're just getting bubble tea, talking about a new pair of ripped pants. Nothing's gonna change. That's right. That's, that's what, right. But that's what you want, though, right? You want to keep those those friendships. Yeah, I don't plan to drop any friends for my girlfriend or not even unless like that person is very toxic in my life like you wouldn't drop someone just because your girlfriend told you to unless there's a good reason right unless Unless a good reason unless like yo she's like telling me yo this guy is super toxic he's always asking you to borrow money yo fucking cut him out fine i'll cut him out right but but yeah from our from my email this guy's trying to hang over his friends but she's just getting angry and annoyed yeah you said red flag right so that's a red flag man if if a girl makes you choose like i don't know he did say like she's not stopping him hanging with her friends it's just that she always wants to be there as well right and i feel like you know you need to give each other space bro like i don't think i can see my girlfriend seven days in a week without seeing any of my friends like it's one thing sleeping with her in one bed but talking to only her every single day and seeing her and her being in every conversation, I don't think I can do it, bro. With any girl. I'm not going to lie. With any girl. Personally, you'd want a break. So. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, Gavin, even for your friends, right? you want a break. Yeah. Like, I'm sure even, like, seeing your boys, you want a break. You don't want to see me every day. I'm sure of it. Or, like, you know, like, I'm sure all of us don't want to see each other every day. Yeah, I mean, after a certain amount of time, you just want to be like, all right. Because like, I remember, Jack, there was one period of time I spent, like, 10 days with you. Like, I saw you for 10 days in a row or something. You remember that? It yeah. It was, like, a few years back. I was like, what the fuck? How, how does I end up seeing this guy 10 days in a row? Like, if you, just think about that, if you just think about that, it's like, damn, that's a long time. You think your friends well, are your friends, but then it's like, damn, that, I, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you in two days or something. Like, I'll, I'll see you later, man. I, you just want to, like. I, I'm 100% sure in that 10 days, like, every other day, you're probably annoyed at me. <laughs> I don't know if you're annoying to me. You're a chill guy, Gavin. And I was asleep for half the trip. But yeah. Well, what's your final advice for this guy? Dump her. All right. Either you talk some sense into her and be like, yo, I'm seeing my boys. Yo, fucking take the pants in the relationship, man. Just tell you when to fucking see your boys and without you're there. And then she gets angry or whatever. Just fucking dump her, man. It's not worth it. Like, if you value your friends like I do, then fucking end things, man. What are your thoughts been, quickly quickly though? What are your thoughts on the on the alternative? Like your girlfriend should also be allowed to hang out with her friends too, right? That's something you kinda encourage as well. Dude, I always tell my girlfriend, like, yo, you can go hang with your friends. Like guy friend, girlfriend, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. Just you can hang with your friends, man. Like, 
we don't need to always hang out with each other. I told her that since day one. To most of my relationships, I tell them, you know, I I have a very balanced like friendships and and time with you. Like I I you know I tell them that and like I encourage them to hang out with their friends. Right? I'm like, yo, you can have your friends, guy, girl. I don't fucking care. Absolutely agree. I don't give a shit. Just tell your friends. You don't want to see me all the time. You're gonna get sick of me. I tell her that. I tell her that. And it's not my first relationship. I told. It's like multiple relationships. Tell the girl, yo, man, like you can have your friends, guy, girl, go do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's like I'm not your only friend. Go, yes. go, uh, socialize somewhere else. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I tell them. I'm not your only friend. <laughs> but I mean, for for this writer, seems like his girlfriend is actually his only friend. Like, I don't mind that a girl has no friends. I don't mind that. And I, I don't, I don't think I've experienced that, but I had girlfriends where they were, had very limited friends, like maybe one to four friends that they talked to. Well, it's not an issue if they have no friends, but like being alone. Cause the issue is if they have no friends and want to constantly hang out with you, and your friends. Yeah, I think that's the issue there. When my dad uh, goes out, like, he has been out for a long time because of COVID. But before COVID, he would go have coffee with his friends. You know, my mom doesn't say anything. You know, my mom's like, okay, go, whatever. Like, I'll do my own thing. You know, I just want a girl to be able to do her own thing and not always depend on you and always with you. Yeah. Uh, that's that's why, Is like, that so hard to ask? Is that so hard to ask for? I Come on. You know, honestly, sometimes I feel like it's really hard to ask for for a girl. Like, I don't know. Man. I just feel like it's hard for a girl sometimes. If they have no friends. It's so hard for them. Like some girls just want to do everything with you. And it's like, bro, I need a break from you, man. As much as I like you, I need a break from you. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's as good as advice as you get anywhere else. So that's, that's going to be it for the love corner. I always enjoy these segments of the show where we bring back the self-proclaimed international love guru, it's always good discussions, man. And moving forward in the show, if you do want to hear more of this content, if you want the Love Guru to answer your questions, get in touch with the show. You can do that by emailing us, diupodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with the show. Listen to the show. The website is www.diupod.com. Facebook and Twitter is diupodcast. Listen to us as well on Anchor and Spotify. It's episode 80, Jack, season finale. So we will be taking a couple weeks off. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Chill. Uh, chill. We, need, we, need, we need a rest. You know, summer's around the corner. We need our summers as well. You know, it's been nice weather these past couple of weeks. Just like Jack was saying, you need, you need a break from something. You can't just have too much of a good thing. We need a, yeah. It's a break from the podcast. We'll be back. And as Jack announced, he will be back for season five of DIU Podcast. That's right. That's right. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about Clubhouse. Have you ever met your your idol like Jack meeting MC Jin? Have you ever ripped a pair of pants right down the crotch? Tell me about that struggles. I am here for you. And Love inquiries, Cantonese questions, get in touch with the show, season five of the IU pod. We want to hear more from the audience. Anything um, else you want to add, Jack? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, we're recently, recently featured on a podcast, uh, Never Jaded with uh, Robin and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We're a guest on that podcast. Uh, you guys should give it a listen. Oh, it was pretty lit. Never Talked Jaded. About- yeah, we talked about how, you know, they need a... Uh, formerly, formerly Asian Movie Club. Yeah. Now rebranded as Never Jaded. You know, Check if you want to hear more of us, yeah, listen to them, okay? If you're not already tired of us, go over there. Get some more DIU in your life. All right, Jack, take us away. Did we talk about our, uh, what else our sponsorships? About? Oh, shit, okay. Uh, affiliate links, diupod.com slash CF, Christian Filipina, the love gurus, number one dating site if you're looking for Filipina, Christian Filipina in your love life. 
Also, diupod.com slash beer. Buy us a beer and support the show. Amazon affiliate links on the site too. Are we about to get decommissioned on that, Jack? Yes, we are. Someone go to our website, click that Amazon link, and then buy, buy whatever something. the fuck you're going to buy. And then buy whatever the fuck you're going to buy. <laughs> I, That's no, basically I, what it I, is, right? That's what yeah, it is. I, I, I would have used it, but I recently bought nothing from Amazon. <laughs> I swear to God, I've used it a few times because it's technically Jack's account. I don't know. I haven't bought anything from Amazon recently. But I don't think you yeah, can do uh, it. It's your account. It's your affiliate account. Oh, you can't just yeah. use it. Like, like, the fuck? That's, that's, <laughs> that's free money. That's a free rebate. If you okay, like, Come on, man. All right. Amazon, if you're listening to this, nothing sketchy is going on. All right. Take us away, Jack. Thank you for listening and tune in next time on D.I.U. Podcast. MC Jin saved DIU podcasts.